Testing, testing. Testies one, two, and three. It's very nice. Testies for you. Mm -hmm. And testies for me. Mm -hmm. Testies together. Mm -hmm. Testies. Welcome to the NJ's Comedy Hour podcast, I guess. Oh, <laughs> Is that what it's going to be from now on? Just you... the last thing you said? No, but it works out. So mm, Okay. That's fine. How you doing, Dan? What? Why does my screen look so dark? I even have a light on in front of me. It doesn't look dark here, but I don't okay. know. Couldn't tell it's you. It's fine. I don't know. I don't know. What's up, Jay? Um, you know. How's it going? Good, Dan. How's it going with you? Mm-hmm. Oh, can you hear that? Uh-huh. Yeah, weirdly, I, I can hear know. that. A little different. Nope. No, that's... that's. I can still hear... Oh. I guess maybe I'll just stop fidgeting then. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I can definitely. Oh. <laughs> it's like the the Tom and Jerry cartoon where they mm -hmm. got the bass and Jerry bounces around in his mouse hole. Oh, yeah. Easy huh? whistle, is you in my baby. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot. And is my baby not my baby true? It's beautiful. Thank you. That's very nice, Dan. Mm -hmm. Do we want to talk about our beer sponsors first? What do you think? Yeah, sure. Let's get that over okay, with. Okay, apparently do it. Uh, I have a thing. You have a thing. Okay. Mine, mine's a little bit of an experiment, but I did drink it last night. Sure, sure. And that's because uh, we have like ten dollars in the bank uh -huh. and no al no beer or anything. Sure. But we did have some ginger ale. Mm -hmm. So I got ginger ale, mm -hmm. two cans of it. Mm -hmm. In my Tizzlewump cup. Sure. And uh, some watermelon vodka that we have. <laughs> that sounds terrible. How's that taste, Dan? Mostly like watermelon. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start recording because this is going to be a food holes. Um. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hi, I'm Dan Gomiller. That's, That's incorrect. incorrect. What? That's an incorrect statement. What's wrong? Try again. I'm Jason Klom. There it is. Yep. Nailed it. Yep. Got it. Yep. And this is Dan Gomeller. Yeah. yeah. And this, what we're in right now, is Food Holes with Dan and Jay. Yeah. So Dan... That's how the song goes, right? Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> we're in the middle of a uh, podcast of a Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour podcast. We're getting ready to talk about a sketch we did back in 2000. But mm -hmm. before we do this, I w we always have a beer sponsor every week. Dan, actually, why don't you tell them what your beer sponsor was for those who did not hear in this episode of Food Holes. And oh, tell them about your experiment there. and what it tastes like. My experiment is not that bad. Uh, it's, I think you're wrong. It's <laughs> uh, we had some ginger ale and we had some uh, watermelon vodka. And thus, the gin ginger melon vodka was drink was born. Sure. The legendary sure. ginger melon. melon. Yeah. Mm hmm. It's as good as the story of the origin of the Cobb salad. It will forever be known. <laughs> you could at least name it after yourself. No? No interest? No. no. Okay. No one has any interest no. in that one. That's true. That's true. So mine. I already have a drink named after me anyway. You do? Yeah. For what? Old old man go Miller's but very candy, candy bean. I'm sorry. You're right. That is true. It's just harder to find. AKA it is. It's impossible. a little more rare. Right. 
Yeah. So there's an episode of Parks and Rec, Dan. Okay. Where Andy talks about the reasonablists, the the cult okay. that that follows Zorp, and right. he mentions that. that he's had a bunch of their drink called the Nectar of a Thousand Sorrows. Okay. Do you remember what that is, Dan? I don't. That is root beer and red wine. So, oh, <laughs> I decided I'm gonna go with a little three buck chuck. A little uh, soda stream oh, root beer. Good. Three buck chuck. I guess that's probably what they would use is yeah. three buck chuck, I'm so, sure. So, gonna dig in. Got any thoughts, Dan, on what, what we can expect for flavor? Uh, it's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you and I both love root beer. We've thought about having a root beer party. Yeah. You know, um, there's a place in Seattle that sells specifically tons of different types of root beer. Um, what are our thoughts? What do I do first? Root beer first or wine first? Uh, I would do. Probably the wine first, right? Because otherwise it's yeah. going to fizz up the soda too much. I think so. That's kind of where my okay. head was at. So I've got a little, uh, what do you call it, an aerator on here. I'm going to get a healthy amount, but not too much because yeah. I'm not making a big cup of this. Yeah, they didn't really did they really say any like ratios. Nope, nope. I'm going to guess it's the Arnold Palmer of mm-hmm. wine and root beer. Mm-hmm. It's pretty this is pretty. A, this is a, a 2016 Cab Sav. <laughs> there you go. And then um, <laughs> this is a 2019 diet root beer. Oh, that's the better part also, diet root beer, just so you diet. know. Diet. So you got the aspartame thing going uh-huh. on, which is a bonus. Yum, yum. So we got about that much wine. We're going to make about that much root beer. It's a pleasant brown purple color. I mean, that's if you look. Ooh. It's pink. Yeah, hold that up. Pink and hold that up to me, too. Pink fizz. Little pink fizz there. The colors that oh you're my. getting are different. Oh my! But it's still just oh, it's such a solid color. It's got a whiff of it. Okay, you're gonna have to. Oh, okay. So, tell me what you uh, what does it smell oh, like? What's the bouquet? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, what is that smell? Oh. <laughs> What's the bouquet? That is um. I'm getting notes of wet cardboard. <laughs> It's just so much root beer and red wine. Like, it's all I smell, but those two combined are wet cardboard. (laughs) Wet wet cardboard with, like, I found some Skittles inside, but I went and ate it anyway. (laughs) You're like, well, the Skittles will just add a bonus to the cardboard. Yeah, exactly. Might as well go for it. I'm, uh... So, wait, what, what are our categories? It's been a little while. Oh, boy. Well, we've got expectation and grossness. Yeah. Are those only two? It has been a while since we've done this, but I think that is it, right? Just yeah. A, okay. Um, What's your expectation? So my expectation, my expectation is that this is going to taste like there's going to be a rush of sweet and like this, like the body of the wine, the actual feeling, I'm not going to say mouthfeel, but the actual feeling of it is going to be like, oh, this is good. And then I'm going, I think the aftertaste is going to make me, like, my teeth clack. Gag. Like, that's what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm, my expectation is. So you're expecting a gross level of, like, two? Or I guess I would be high, like. No, higher. A gross yeah. level of eight or nine? Yeah. Or are you thinking, a, are you thinking full ten on this one? I don't think quite that bad, because I like both these things, so there's a chance that my body will not And there is a it. level of sweetness from the root beer that might help? Maybe. Maybe, because I like a sweet wine. <laughs> I feel like, you know, someday, someday when we got them ad dollars mm-hmm. or a Patreon or sure. something going on, sure. we should, we'll recreate this using like, like a, a, a homebrew, like not homebrew, but like mm-hmm. a brewed root beer sure. and like a hundred dollar bottle of wine. Okay. 
I like this idea. That's uh, if you guys want that, uh, work together to donate, and oh, we'll we'll make yeah. it happen. What does that smell though? Ooh, I got a red spot. Right There's here. something else in there that Gross. I'm. Oh. Oh. I'm not like I was looking forward to it. I was. Now I'm not. But um, not so much. To you, to you, um, hail Zorp. Slancha Zorp. Okay, so maybe I did it wrong, but the, the wine's overpowering the, the root beer. That's surprising, honestly. It's really surprising. It's lost Although all its fizz. Although it is two buck chug. It's lost all the fizz. Hmm, that's not great. Oh, oh, no, there we go. There Took a bigger drink. The fizz is still gone, but I was almost 100% right on what I expected for the flavor, the type of flavor. Uh huh. I could keep drinking it, so it's not technically as gross. Uh, so where would you where would you put the gross level on that? I'm gonna take one more sip because I'm a ch I'm a champion. Champ. Maybe I didn't mix them well enough because I'm getting like, I feel like I'm getting pockets of one of one or the other. I'm gonna keep drinking it. I'm, maybe they're just such different flavors that they can't combine. Just depending on which ones hit your taste buds first is what triggers. It's kind of what's happening. If you were to drink this as your first glass of wine, like if somebody didn't know, they could be like, "Oh, so that's what wine is." They might not. They might be like, "Oh, so they might notice some root beer flavor," but for the most part, they're gonna be like. No, I don't. I don't need wine again. This is how you turn people off of alcohol. <laughs> if you really want to make sure they don't become alcoholics, so it's it's the way you're oh. describing it sounds like you know how in cartoons, like they mix like things together and mm -hmm. you like it always bubbles and like of the two different colors of things mm -hmm. they mix together. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I'm imagining your description of it. Yeah. Like, like just bubbles of root beer inside the that's wine. What it, or... Yeah, that's 100 percent what it feels like. They just don't mix, and there's a weird part of them that is. A similar flavor, so it's confusing me into wanting to like it. But there's no I can way. See that because root beer does have a have a warmer flavor usually. Right. There's there's a problem is I, if and I finish. Wine is warm. I get to the bottom of this glass, I might end up liking it, and I don't want to do that. But I am gonna finish it. So what you're telling me is this is you're like okay, I've had two glasses of wine tonight. Mm -hmm. Let's cut that with some root beer, and you'd probably be fine at yes. that point. Yes, I absolutely would be. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> I don't get too crazy when I'm drunk, but yes, I would. Yes. If, and if somebody tried to surprise me with that, I don't know if I'd notice. I'm not sure that I would notice at all. <laughs> You'd be like, what brand is this? Oh, it's something from Washington. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a blend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this... This happened. Um, I'm not going to get welcome. drunk off of this. I'm going to get drunk off of wine. But, so, grossness level, uh, I've still got to stick with at least a six. Say six and a half. Six and a half. Expectation yeah. was very close on that first drink. <clears throat> Expectation was almost perfect. It's killing your throat. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is. I'm huh? noticing that. Like, you're <clears throat> starting to lose your ability to speak. <laughs> oh, no. This is <laughs> it's great to do right at the this start is, of a podcast. This is actually the most appropriate thing considering the sketch we're about to talk about. <laughs> it is about a can of soda with sulfuric acid in it. Um, well, to the good people at Food Holes, I will, I will just say thank you. And uh, you are what you suck. You are what you suck. Oh, boy. And I guess we'll leave most of that in for the podcast.
because you know you guys you guys are the real fans yeah um, you guys are the ones yeah lamp wants to be let out so okay. i'm gonna go do, do that. it do it doug lamp do you want to be let out Good one, Dan. I was using my drink cup as a balance for my arm so I didn't shake too much. Oh, that's that's smart. What are we on? 164? Just want to make sure I got this right. Probably. Yeah, it is. Probably. Probably. Probably, man. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm going to finish this. Um, okay. Um, you do it. I don't know why. I'm going to do it, though. <laughs> I, I had this thing when I was a kid. I remember there there was like a, what do you call it? This is an OCD thing or something or just being dumb. But there's this thing. My parents once had a, uh, oh, my God, I can't think straight. This is terrible. Um, I had uh What's the word? <laughs> a flower vase. Jesus Christ. Oh my I would not have been able to help uh, you. With no, that you one, wouldn't I have. Think. Um and there was this like <laughs> piece of rotting leaf in it. And it smelled terrible. And for some reason I had to keep going back and smelling it. <laughs> I had to do it. Or when I was reading pulp books and the pages would rub together uh-huh. and give me chills. I hated it, but I had to keep doing yeah. it, and I still sometimes do it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's very much the oh, same. Oh, Pope books, so the ones that had those really rough oh, pages. It's giving me yeah. fucking chills right now. I can't, uh, it, I've got a few of those that I got at the library mm-hmm. sale that I need to read. They're like, they're, look, they're, the back reads like very pulpy mm-hmm. sci-fi. You know, they got the cover with the boob girl on it. Sure, and stuff. sure. More like yeah. pulp friction, am I right, huh, Quentin Tarantino? Huh? You mean that because of how the pages rub together? Yeah. yeah. That's, no. that's okay. it. I guess. That was it? Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure I was, wasn't was missing anything. Nope. Hmm. I'm gonna, All right. There's I'm something in here that's wrong. I mean, uh, plenty that's wrong. I'm going to drink that, my ginger melon. That just sounds so horrible. I don't like watermelon flavored things, though. The same way you don't like... Wait, do you, I can't remember. You don't like peach anything i don't like peach anything fake or otherwise um i can handle a real peach i like a nice peach <laughs> if you know what <laughs> i mean <laughs> sex, sex, sex. he could he could eat a peach for hours. hours uh but i can't handle fake artificial peach it makes me it tastes just like warm there's there's almost no flavor there it just tastes like and i don't <laughs> know how true. they managed to do that but it's terrible um uh <laughs> What the fuck? I don't. Oh god damn it! This is the most I've dreaded drinking the rest of my drink on the show before. You want to talk about? You want to talk about this this sketch? Which in my yeah, head, yeah. Let's get that. Let's get that out of the way. I, it, uh, I thought this sketch was on the album for a while. Um, like in, in the back of my head, I'm like, didn't we record a soda one? So that demo we did, I forgot about rapidly because we called shoestrings shoestrings the demo. I get. You know, I th- I feel like maybe we talked about this before, but like, the, which those who don't know, Shoestrings was our first comedy album, uh, 2001, uh, and we called the one we released on Cafe Press Shoestrings the demo. Did we do it planning to make another album, like a, a fuller version? Because it was an edited version. I think version, so. Though. I think 
Yeah, I think we felt like that, and then it just didn't happen because we moved places. Yeah, but it was an, a fully edited, like, we went, we did a lot of work on it, so I don't know why we were thinking this was a demo, except maybe we thought someone would find it and make us famous, and then we do something else. Yeah. I don't know. But it was originally called Shoestrings, the demo, and this is the demo of Shoestrings. It, it didn't, I don't think it had a name, the CD that I found, so... It, it's got like 30 tracks on it and a bunch of them are like this. And there's one, like there's literally one that is you at the beginning, you go, blah, 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 blah. you're making some noise. You're like, that's traffic sounds for those at home or something like that. Like it's literally <laughs> just mouth sounds being made. Um, and this is a commercial for DKI Soda. Buy DKI Soda this summer and you just might find a surprise in your can. Uh, oh my God. That's right, in every 30th can of DKI soda this summer, we've placed a healthy dose of sulfuric acid to give your DKI soda an extra kick. So have a healthy DKI soda summer. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I should point out, I haven't told you this. So uh, DKI stands for Dark Side Comics Incorporated, which was right. our original comics brand and then became the name of our production company, sort of. There is a company called DKI Incorporated now, based out of New York oh, really? or something. And I'm like, damn it. Not that we're Does it using stand for it. Dark Side Comics Incorporated. No, I don't remember what it stands for at all. But, <laughs> but which I mean, that would be weird. Um, yeah. But no, somebody else has it. But where's I going with this? Oh, DKI Soda. That's right. Yeah. Uh, DKI Soda, which I should point out, like a year later, ends up in one of my short films. I did a bunch of labels from a bunch of our different products. Like our products have shown up in yeah. a bunch of different things. Um, and it's just there's a surprise in every can in every. Every thirtieth, every thirtieth can. can. Thank you. And what's the percentage on that one? What's, what's, what's thirty? I'm thirty. Bad at maths. You you figure it out, Dan. That's that's on you. Calculate. You're the nerd. So we got sure. Yeah, hit me with it. One. Hit me with the numbers. One. Yep. Divided, divided by, by thirty. 30. Sure. Times. Times. 100. Sure. Is three percent. Okay. Three percent chance. That's. I mean, that's pretty good chance. Significant. Pretty... It's better than a golden ticket yeah. chance. You know, yeah, you're gonna get exactly. some sulfuric acid in your in your soda, your DKI soda, which is funny. See, because why would they do that in a soda brand thing? Nobody would do that. Yeah, and, and of course, uh, you know, I'm the I'm the screaming guy in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And one of my favorite twenty second is, long video. Uh, audio yes, it is twenty second like, long. Track. We did. We we didn't we didn't pull an SNL and turn this into a five minute track about the soda and oh my god I can't believe they did that and blah blah oh blah. they no, did it again 20 and seconds. like twenty or thirty people drink the soda and they all die and it's like I guess it was more than three percent um kind of thing <laughs> and basically your scream is a Weird Al scream because you have learned yeah. how to scream from Weird Al yeah absolutely I'm, I'm assuming I don't think I'm making that up it just seems like <laughs> can you still do the Weird, Weird Al? Al scream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep yeah <laughs> just like when i get excited well i don't but i mean if i can act not like that <laughs> whoa <laughs> <laughs> touch me there uh that's... here comes green filling <laughs> it's a twinkie wiener sandwich dan i mean it's twinkie wiener sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. told you not to call me twinkie wiener anymore <laughs> and just when we thought it's no longer small and fluffy <laughs> if there's yellow. When we thought there was no other way to turn Weird Al away from my podcasts, we found it. <laughs> Absolutely found Nailed it. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Got it in one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so who who should I tweet this this disgusting recipe to? I'm thinking Chris Pratt, maybe our yeah. maybe our good buddy Dan Gore. 
I would say Dan Gore. Our I'm best sure. friend Dan Gore. Who find out who wrote friend that episode? Of the show. I was going to ask him. I mean, I was going to ask him if he knew, knows who wrote the joke because uh, you know he might. Yeah. He knew. I mean, other people knew who wrote the horny manatee thing. So you know, maybe yeah. Some, who knows? Maybe somebody remembers. No. It'd be good yeah. to find out. If it was Megan Amram, she'll never do the show. But I would. Lo- Megan Amram would be a dream guest for any podcast because she's a genius. But goddamn it, <laughs> and that's the reason why she hasn't done any podcasts. Yeah, yep, exactly <laughs> right. She's a she's genius. she's a busy lady. She can play the violin. Mm. Did you see her on The Good Place playing the violin? She's very quickly a character who just plays the violin as they pass by her and put money in her hat or something. But she's actually playing know. the violin. It's pretty great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's oh, she's also on an episode of Crazy Ex Girlfriend on the Cats episode of Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Oh really? Yes. And she's got a great voice. You know, I haven't watched. I haven't watched the last. It's season. so good. It's on that. Netflix now. It's so good. It's so so good. And she's been we're saying on so many goddamn things. There's it's too been many a things. Um, tonight, you know, we're totally we're totally in the way of the the, the as we record in the way of the series finale of my favorite TV show of all time, Game of Thrones. You know, the show that yep. I've seen an episode of. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So, Dothraki, White Walker. Daenerys Targaryen, Peter Dinklage, and um, the guy from this is a show I like. <laughs> and that's, that's that's a very specific thing. If dragons, you guys know dragons, what it is. dragons, dragons are on there. Mm-hmm. Are they from a show you like? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I just drank that casually. Oh nope, oh, nope. Nah, it's getting worse. I you should just shoot it you should just drink you should it. chill it is it warm right now uh it's getting there because i mixed warm wine with cold root beer yeah you should chill it no no stick it in the freezer for like five minutes why why to see if it tastes better yeah uh, some things taste better cold I'm maybe that's a the sucker. secret all right tell them a story dan <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a boy named Jason, and he was a motherfucking sucker. He would just fall for things that his friend made him do. And his friend started making him do many things because he remembered as a child that the roles were reversed. And so now, knowing the peer pressure that the one boy had on the other boy, he pushed him to do things he disliked. Things like chilling wine soda. Or, um, um, well, dang, I don't think I'm, I don't think the other boy did a whole lot. Um, made him, made him play tabletop games and eat bad candy beans. And now he's back. Welcome back, Jason. I was just advised um, when I said, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I was just advised, don't forget you made Dan eat a buttload of wasabi once, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) It does. It's absolutely correct. Absolutely (laughs) correct. I've yet to live that up. Uh, live up to that we jokingly said that to Caden and then you almost grabbed at it and we're like no 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 that's not what you think <laughs> we're joking <laughs> oh shit that's so funny because we took him to the to Shige which has the sushi on boats <gasps> I love sushi boats I wish I ate fish again still I love sushi but well you can still get veggie sushi that's fine yeah I'm gonna set a timer for five minutes okay there you go oh, I love sushi uh, boats so much Frogs are singing. Are they? 
Can't hear them. They're very quiet, and they go boop, boop, boop. Is it a mating thing? Yeah. Okay. It's m- apparently, May mm-hmm. is one of their main mating seasons. Dan. Okay. Dan, we got to talk about this real quick. Okay. Let's do it. You're a responsible pet owner. Why did you not have them spayed and neutered, Dan? <laughs> Why did you not have your frogs? I mean, well, that's... from my understanding, uh-huh. my understanding, they already were. Mm. But maybe it was late in life mm. because they were caught in the wild because mm-hmm. you can't breed firebelly toads. Mm. Mm. Because isn't that why they teach you in high school to to cut open frogs so you can learn how to fix them yourself? Yeah, I guess so. But I did not do very good in that class. Oh, it's because you ate too many frogs, or <laughs> too many frogs. I was <laughs> like, it's like a sushi boat because it's sitting there open <laughs> with all the little <laughs> threw a little rice in there and just <laughs> into town. Oh, Fuck the formaldehyde. <laughs> it adds something, though. I mm-hmm. mean, you know. A certain je ne sais quoi to the meal, if you will. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. Do we have anything to say about this sketch, by the way? Like, literally, I mean, <laughs> it, there's not... I think we I think we nailed it. Yeah. I think we got all... We hit all the salient points of the 20 <laughs> seconds of that audio <laughs> sketch. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll give... I'm still okay at writing single joke sketches that, that don't that don't last all that long. I really can't extend a sketch beyond a certain, t- I just don't, I don't know. I, there has been, there have been times there was supposed to be, do you remember this? Our, it might even have been this album or Jenny is a salute or whatever our next album was before it was going to be Jenny is a salute. Um, that I was basically, I was going to try and put it. Oh my God, I'm dropping things. Tom, Jesus Christ. Sorry. Uh, that I was basically going to write an, an album that had at least one through line sketch about a bee. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this at all? I don't remember that. Yeah, it was a bee and the queen bee and a bunch of what I thought were real funny jokes about mating. <sighs> like, why did I think that that was a good... I know I have the script I somewhere, but why... I don't I don't know. I got pretentious quick. <laughs> like, part of the reason I like doing these comedy albums is like they're just quick and fun and easy yeah um uh what's new anything new for you dan go miller just uh we're one week away from going live with the new arp that we've been basically spending Mm. all my time on for the last year right right and definitely last few weeks have been just i actually got to the point i've never done this in my entire professional career Mm -hmm put a sticker on the back of my chair that said do not disturb wow <laughs> wow that hardcore huh yeah so once it launches though is there still going to be a period of time where you have to like be on call kind of thing the, well ish i mean i'm always a little bit on call if there's issues with batch but once people are done for the day they're done for the day but at least for one week, I'll probably be. We they're setting up what they're calling a war room mm-hmm. in um, our big store in Meridian, mm-hmm. uh, and they're gonna have people from the ERP development team there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be there. Brenda, who's on the software side, is gonna be there. And just basically, we know there's gonna be shit coming up over the first week or two, mm-hmm. and they want quick reaction times on those, right? Sure. So someone calls in, they're like. Dan, that sounds like you, and I'll be like, "Yup," and I will get it taken care of. That kind of a thing. All right. Let's. But then after that, I, my uh, Mike doesn't think I'll probably be there more than a week. Oh, okay. I mean, we penciled me in for an entire month, but mm-hmm. he doesn't think I'll be there for more than a week. That's good. And then um, July first, I'll have surgery. Oh right. Yep. 
Um, I'm actually going tomorrow to discuss what that entails mm-hmm. with my doctor. Right. How how long you have to actually be out of commission for? Yeah, how long I'll have that arm brace on. Mm-hmm. What my lifting limitations will be after the arm brace does come off. Because mm-hmm. Mike needs to know that to make strategies for who's going where after we finally can start doing shit other than this ERP upgrade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling I'll probably end up butt in seat for the rest of the summer again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably won't be able to travel much either. Not At least not for a while, at the beginning of it. Oh my night. god, I just tried driving left-handed. Really? And it was just, it's just a goddamn nightmare. No. I am not, no. I am not ambidextrous. No. Well, it's... And of course, all the stuff on a normal car is on this side, yeah, right? Yeah, right, of course. That's why people get special car stuff built. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's no good. But I think, I'm thinking I'm just going to take the first week of July off. That's probably It's a, a Monday idea. that I have my surgery, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to, because I'm sure at least for a couple of days, I'm going to be on some... <gasps> Sorry, that's our alarm. <laughs> oh. Uh, but at least for like the first few days, I'm sure I'll be on some heavy duty painkiller. I know that's why I kind of want to podcast with you right after the <laughs> surgery. <laughs> uh, hey Dan, how's uh, what's going? Oh, my, they took it in my arm. They took they took it off, Jason. They, I've never had surgery. I've never been put under. Right. I've never had like a general like type of anesthetic yeah. thing. I've never done uh-huh. that. So. I have no idea. Do you have any expectation of how you're going to feel in terms of before? I mean, do you have any anxiety about it? Not to make you have anxiety about it, but. <laughs> no, because they're not working on any of my guts. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly, this shoulder's been garbage for mm-hmm. years, so mm-hmm. if they don't 100% succeed, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's already been garbage. True. That's 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 a good point. <laughs> uh, you want to tell the folks? The only yeah. thing I have anxiety about is the bill that I'm going to be getting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that I'm not going to be able to pay. Right, right. right. Well, <laughs> no, we'll we'll t- we'll walk that bridge when we get out. Burn it. Yep. Of, the, of the house. Um, I did edit two more episodes of of Dice and Woo-hoo. Dens today. Nice. Um, so up episode four should be popping up tomorrow, twentieth, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then the one next one's already ready to go the week after. Nice. I need to get some some more stuff to advertise. I just I just babble on about stolen dress in the mm-hmm, middle. Mm-hmm. But. That's fine. I mean, babbling is fine. I mean, I can give you some specific copy we use sometimes, but you know, whatever. Do your thing. Yeah, I just mentioned the last on the last one I did. I I went into detail of what the pod like the handful of podcasts I always mention. Mm-hmm. I, I always mention you know Nick's podcast sure. and our podcast and your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And then I just, but I've just been saying it has those podcasts. And this last one, I'm like, comedy on vinyl, where he talks about, you know, comedy on vinyl. Yes, blah, 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 blah. You you have no idea how many people I have had to explain the concept of the show to after they've agreed to be on it and seen the name of the show. It seems straightforward in my mind. Seems like it. Seems like it. Yeah. Do you want to tell the folks a story while I go grab my chilled wine? Ooh, it's Mm. wine time. Mm -hmm. Wine time. <laughs> so once upon a time there was a sucker who went and did a thing that the other boy told him to do and uh he's probably going to dislike it it's probably going to be worse i have a feeling that it's going to get thicker and maybe more syrupy and it's gonna stick to the roof of his mouth that's my expectation what do you think guys 208 uh five five Seven, DJ CH, phone in. Tell us what your expectations are. That's two zero eight five five seven three five 
0.24. Answer, whatever it is Dan just said. So I brought some delicious, well, I assume some delicious jerk-style plantain chips as a... <laughs> Those kind of chips that Jay eats. Because <laughs> they're... As a palate cleanser provided. Style. This goes terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's probably better. Oh. I guess we'll find out. Okay. I like the fog on the glass already. Yeah, I know. You can, you can smell more of the root beer when it's cold. <laughs> that's not a good uh-huh. sign. That's interesting. Uh, ooh, what do we got? Dan's got an email. What's the email? Here we go. It's a. It's uh, just a text. Hail Zorb. Hmm. Is that better? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I think it is technically better. Does it? Does it taste thicker? Kinda. That's what that's what I was thinking was going to happen. It was going to become a little thicker when it was chilled. Because I've had wine that almost tastes like this, but not. It's it's like older, like aged wine. I once went to somebody's house. He's like, "Here, we're giving a, a we're using up all of our wine. Here's a forty year old white, and it tasted like pure honey, basically. And this <laughs> this is how you speed up the aging process on a wine. I can legally it's now cool. call this uh, a two thousand three because of yeah, the root yeah. beer." Because of the root beer in it. Sorry for the swallowing sounds. It could be worse. This is better. It is better, officially better, better cold. See? Because root beer is better cold. So if half the flavor is root beer, it's going to be better cold. That's just fucking science. Yep, I finished it. Less terrible. Less terrible than it was. Yep. Nope, you're right. I actually thought about it, too. I'm like, should I chill the the wine, too? Because otherwise it's kind of like... You don't normally chill a red wine. No, but, but I like a chill. You don't red normally wine. mix it with root beer. I actually like chilled red wine though. So there are some. That, there are some that I prefer that way. Uh, At least like, like closer to like fifty degrees versus like room temperature or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's more flavor with the root beer in it. I'll tell you that. This mm. three buck chuck. So, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the chickens scared Ari and I today. What happened? So, for one, we, you know, we built that chicken fence in the backyard, right? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Leia has been hopping over the door. And then, even though I put a little like six inch fence thing on top of the door, she still hops over it. Then and so I put, a, I put a six inch like fence thing on the top to add height, and she still okay. just hops over it. Oh, man. And has been laying eggs on top of. I don't know if you noticed it when you came out to visit, but there's like a little thing on wheels in the back corner of the patio that we put a bunch of shit on. Okay. Kind of where I all don't. the junk is on okay. the patio. Okay. It's buried behind a couch. But uh, she's been laying eggs on there. Oh so Ari clipped, Ari clipped one of her wings because you clip one wing and then they're off balance and they can't fly over things. Mm-hmm. But while we were doing that, we saw Luke and he kept rubbing his head against this like lumpy thing sticking out of his back. Oh, no. Like, what the fuck is that thing? It's not red or anything. And he kept messing with it mm-hmm. and pecked, biting it. Like, what the hell? So we went and we looked at it and then we looked it up. Birds have oil glands okay. above their tail okay. that they use. They rub their beaks and stuff on it, mm-hmm. and then when they preen their feathers, they put oil on it. Oh, okay. That's what that was. Weird. We'd never seen it, but it was raining today, so they were doing more oiling of themselves, trying to keep the moisture out of their feathers. Oh, that's so weird. And so we're like, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's a, just a normal part of a bird. <laughs> that would freak the fuck <laughs> out of me. Ooh. It looks like a little mini penis sticking out of their back. So <laughs> these are, it was freaky. These are very spicy plantains. They just feel like I feel like, you know, they were not a good. Is it, is it cleansing that's not a the palate, palate cleanser? That is a that is a palate uh, 
whatever the word is for seven. Removal. Uh, yeah. We'll call it removal. Mm-hmm. I still ate more for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, so I edited some episodes mm-hmm. and they're ready to go. I have a feeling that when I have surgery, I'll probably need. I feel like I might need to push this to every two weeks, uh-huh. but then longer episodes just because. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of effort to do it weekly. Yeah, no. Because I, I really do heavy editing. Oh, I know. Yeah, no, you do actual good. editing. I don't do that for any of my shows anymore. <laughs> I don't. Well, I I, I feel like every every podcast, like the a and D style podcast I listen to, mm-hmm. they have like the last time on, and it is helpful. Sure. So I'm doing that, and that takes time. Although yeah. now, since I have to listen through the whole thing at least once, mm-hmm. I make a note in my notebook of every thing I might want to use on the next time on, and then I yeah. can parse through it. That's smart. Without having to listen to it a second time or whatever. Right, right. It's, it's sped it up a little bit. I'm, I'm still considering it. It all depends on how ahead of things I can get. Sure. This, this, I am making the episodes I'm putting up now about 45 to 50 minutes okay. long. Because we, the last two times we recorded was about two hours and 20 minutes. Okay, that makes sense. So I'm like, I don't want to cut this down to 30 minutes. That's a lot of episodes. We're going to get a serious backlog. Yeah. Which in some ways is is not so bad. But in other ways, like if we continue meeting on a regular cadence as we have been. Right. right. That's going to be a significant backlog. Yeah. I'm interested to see whatever you guys did for your little um, special bonus episode <laughs> when, when the two of us couldn't participate. Yeah. We dusted off two characters that Ari and Kimberly had actually been playing already. Okay. That's cool. Um, and then just threw Jeff into the mix, and I picked. I found a, a module real quick online since I obviously didn't have time to figure out anything. Uh-huh. Right. right. <laughs> um, it was there was a lot of lead up because they're all assholes. So uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> it took, I don't. It probably took about an hour to even get into. The I don't adventure. know how you put up with. <laughs> I mean, it's I I was I figured I was going to be the one doing that, and then I find myself being like, God, I got to stick on story here. We're going to get nowhere. Like <laughs> that's why I sit back. I don't talk that much during that podcast because I'm like, if I well, do, I disagree. But that's <laughs> okay. now I only interject jokes is what I'm saying. I either only interject <laughs> jokes or an occasional. Let's do that thing. I just want to point out that the way this podcast runs is how every single D and D game I've ever played my entire okay. life has gone. Okay. So it's fair. It's pretty. And I'm listening to, you know, now the, you cannot base anything on the adventure zone. Uh huh. Right. Right. They are fucking commensurate professionals. This is their fucking job. That's all they do. Sure. Is this shit. Mm-hmm. But then I'm listening to another one that I discovered um, while looking up stuff for this ours. And they started about a year ago and they are smack dab exactly the same as our asshole ass. Yeah. So. All right. So pretty much, they've got one character that the DM has agreed. She's a she's a, a forest druid or something like that. Okay. So she just has ten joints every day. Every time they have a long rest, it resets to ten joints. Mm-hmm. And so she's that's that's one of the, the mechanics of the game. All right, that's really funny. <laughs> and now they are chasing down a man that she fell in love with. Mm-hmm. Named Wart Eyes because they had to find a way to distinguish the three different thugs they were fighting, and one of them had warty eyes. All right. And now she's in love with him, and she <laughs> they found his ring in the swamp, and <laughs> that's fun. So yeah, so uh, yeah, it's not the uh, the town they were in. Mm-hmm. The basically the mayor of the town, not the mayor. It was the head of the police of the town. Okay. They offended that person so hard. They did their job because mm-hmm. the whole pretense of theirs is that they're sent by 
an organization, okay. right? It's not just rando adventurers who are part of an organization. Right. They're a cleanup crew after the main crew goes and kills like the big monster. They kill all the little ones mm-hmm. to clean up whatever. Mm-hmm. And they offended that person so hard, <laughs> they will never be welcome back into the office again. That's so funny. By doing the shit that you guys do all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I never assume that I'm good at at this but i also like that uh we're still functioning i haven't shut us down entirely it's not yeah. like my first D game which was the one where you and i were so off our asses that nothing happened oh my gosh nothing happened i enjoyed that thoroughly here's the problem mm-hmm. it is if if we did of dice and dens in person there would be a point where it would turn into that <laughs> even though you're the dm i um, feel like though i will throw this out there yes 5e leans 5e has some of the rules of 3.5, but leans better into the improv piece of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Fighting in 3.5 was a nightmare. It took forever. 5 is not so bad. Okay. Although you've only had, what, two fights so far? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and That's holy okay. Sh- you got more coming up. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure we do. Uh, I don't... It's weird, because, like, I'm... I thought I would be, I don't know, whatever. I, I'm along for the ride, and, and, I'm, and I'm glad that it turned out to be something I could be along for the ride for. Because, I, I don't know, there's <laughs> everybody portrays D&D in, in totally different ways. Some people are obsessed with the math of it. Some people mm-hmm. are obsessed with the characters of it. None of us on the show do, well, I say this, but do voices that much. I like doing it just because it's dumb, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's also fun. People, I get into it. People have different ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the, the Dungeon Master's Guide talks mm-hmm. about that a little bit. It's mm-hmm. like every character has what they're comfortable with. Yeah. Yep. I encourage character voice. Sure. Doesn't always happen. It helps me understand whether or not it's in character yeah, or right. in reality. I, I have tried to do that sometimes. <laughs> I do forget. <laughs> I'm now thinking, though, if, if, if this ever happened that we, you know, that podcast here's the thing the likelihood that any podcast is going to blow up on this network is is that it would be ODND because D&D shit just attracts people it's it's, it's hot right now and that's it awesome. is a hot market that's great i am i think and and you can thank the McElroys for that one oh I yeah think. i mean D&D in general has been very popular critical role harmon mm-hmm. quest all that mm-hmm. but i feel like in this particular style mm-hmm. where it's cuz critical role is very clean, like cleansed mm-hmm. in, in, like it's very like it's not as raw, mm-hmm. and some people like just listening to raw like people actually playing the game, mm-hmm. right? And I think uh, the McElroys really helped blow that up with Adventure Zone. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's just, and then lots of others have followed along or gotten popular thanks to people going, "Huh, that is fun, but I want more." Right, 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 right. <laughs> if I can ever yeah. get Dan Harmon on our podcast, I want it uh-huh. to be. You'd have to make it a special side quest that did not affect the overall game somehow, story-wise, so that mm-hmm. he could basically be a DM who was fighting you for the power of DM so it could get as meta as possible. <laughs> that seems the only way that that works. Dan <laughs> Harmon is best when he's in control of everything. Um, uh-huh. you know. So I feel Although like he's not that in control of Harmon quest. Right, that's true. That is true. But I feel like, you know, it would be... We'll have to. I'll, I will. I yeah. will. I will I, ask. I think it would be fun occasionally to do an adventure with a like a guest of some. Mm-hmm. You know, do like a small one-off. Right. Yeah, that'd be fun. I want to show you something, Dan. That so I went to a little art fair here in Burbank yesterday. Okay. Which I was like, oh, it's just going to be a bunch of like crystals and homemade blah blah blah. It was absolutely that. 
But what I, <laughs> and including like a stand with CBD that I may or may not have gone to and may or may not have made a purchase from, because uh, apparently you can just buy it at a stand here in, in California. You, you can get, buy it for dogs here in, a, in Idaho. So. It's so funny to me. Like that's, that is the most, that's the most hilarious workaround I've ever heard. Yeah, it's for my dog. I'm, I'm actually curious as to like how much it costs and if it is equivalent to how it, much it costs for people. It's expensive. Is it? Okay. It okay. was like a, a small bottle like this, mm. probably like 40 bucks. That's about right. That's about how much it is, though. Okay. Uh, it, thing is, it's not psychoactive, so it's weird that it's regulated anyway. Uh, but I wanted to send you that. I'm going to send you this photo through Skype look, chat. Look, hemp is regulated in Idaho, I, okay? That's true. Oh, God. Hey, look. What's that rope made of, Charlie? No, let me smell it. Let me smell it. I want to smell Smells it. like drugs. I smell your rope. It's a drugs rope. Get that drugs rope out of here, you hippie. <laughs> You hippie homo! I don't want any of this in my none of this. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you this image of one of the things I found. Well, I want you to guess first. I know that's crazy. Out of a million things, how could you possibly know what was there? But like, what's the weirdest thing? You can even be as silly as you want. <sighs> Something I would like. say a cup made out of frog skin. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. This one is like it looks like a frog, but it's made of actual frog Ooh, skin. Ooh, all right. I like that. This this is not that. Um, okay. you're, gonna, you're gonna need to zoom in a little bit to read it and see what what's on that board. This is a sincere. Okay, so we these are are these looking at what I'm looking at right now. These are wood crystals. <laughs> yep, wood crystals created from discarded exotic wood scraps. Each is attentively attentively shaped individually by hand, <laughs> depending on the wood species. Each has a, either oil. Or varnish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from this solid blocks <laughs> to this <laughs> fake what the fuck? <laughs> like, but here's the thing. Uh-huh. Here's the thing I can get behind. Sure. Oh, from this uh-huh. to this to these. Uh-huh. So you got the jewelry. Sure. Based off of those. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing that I can appreciate here mm-hmm. because you look at that and what do you think, Jay? Mm-hmm. What do you think that? What are the assumptions people are probably making about well, these? The, They're crystals, right? Yeah. Yep. They're going to have, like, you know, mystical positive powers. energies. Mm-hmm. Mystical. That was mine. There's nothing fucking here that even implies That's that. That's true. They're just saying their crystals made of wood is, have at it. That is true. It do, That is very true. But I... There's literally... It, it, all it describes is how they made it. Sure. And what it is. Yeah. It just really Anything looks else like. you're putting on it, right? That is like, true. That is true. If you're like, oh, this is going to save my marriage, you're like, it's wood. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> I can I can appreciate that because they aren't trying to trick you. No, that's that, that is very true. And I to be fair, I kind of assumed that they were, um, or assumed that it's they were a exactly bunch of it because that's where hippies. the money is coming from. Sure, but at the end of the day, yeah, 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 they aren't promising anything. I'm looking through. I had so many old photos that I had intended. These go back to 2017. Actually, almost all these images are from 2017 that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, the, just just like, hey, look at this funny thing that I would have posted on a blog um, years ago or someone would have posted on a cheeseburger website or something. I'm, uh-huh. uh, I can't see my own links because my camera's in the way. Um, I'll send you this one because I just this was in front of an apartment building nearby for a long time, and it just looked like, a talk show had ended and they just threw everything out. <laughs> like there's a desk and a cut. Yeah, totally. 
They kept the cushions though. Yeah, you know, I so was so tempted to shoot something on except they didn't want to sit on sit that. on it. There's a yeah. oh, we haven't talked about this. There's a weird something happens in Burbank in this particular part of Burbank when there's an abandoned sofa or other piece of furniture. People just throw their dog shit bags on it. It happens all the time, and we keep we're, we keep wondering: Is somebody doing a very weird art project? Because it's everywhere. Maybe they just figure, you know what? Someone's gonna have gonna to take throw, this throw to it away the anyway. Yeah, so might as well might just as well put the shit there. It's so such animals. Why would you? Why? Why would you do that? Because because people are terrible, Jason. I guess. I mean, I guess so. Um, boy, oh boy, there's so many in here. There's a lot of very dumb ones. Um, there's a license plate that says Nay Dog, N A Y D O G. Oh. I got I got something yeah, for you. Yeah, send it to me. I got something for please, you. Please, please. So, last night we showed Caden the Lion King for the first. Oh my time. God! Okay. And so, <laughs> during the bit with the stampede. Sure. Oh God. Okay, so right at the start, he's doing his oh no, mm-hmm. oh no, oh no, mm-hmm. like he did for the T Rex right. in Jurassic right, right, Park. Right. And then he's like, "Is Simba gonna die?" And I'm like, "We'll have to watch." And then, you know, Simba gets on the stick uh-huh. and then uh, Mufasa, you know, comes running for mm-hmm. him. And he's and then, you know, Mufasa's going through the thing and grabs him and gets him up on the on the little cliff and then he falls into the the what wildebeest sure. and he disappears. And he's like, Is Mufasa dead? I'm like, Y'all have we'll have to watch. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then Mufasa jumps out and starts climbing up the cliff, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, He did it, he's alive. <laughs> you know, he's super excited now. <laughs> And then he gets up there, and Scar does his thing uh-huh. and throws him in. Uh-huh. He's like, "Is his daddy dead now?" <laughs> and then there's a whole scene where he's there, and he's just no smile on his face. He's just staring at the TV, sure. like he went through. He may be four, but he went through the emotional range uh-huh. that that scene was supposed to provide. Yeah, of course, holy <laughs> shit, I couldn't handle that at twelve. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, that's. Uh... Well, he was there when our chicken got killed by Kiki. Oh, really? Buried her and so I feel like he's gotten kind of an early glimpse of what death is. Sure. He knows they don't come back. Sure, right? sure, sure. He knows she's buried in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Every so often, he'll just be standing there and next to Aaron, he'll be like, Donna's the one that died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, why would you mention that? <laughs> I don't know. But I think it's still, still trying to make sense of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. perfect sense. I was four when I, I, <laughs> I never really experienced death until I was, I was a lucky boy. I was like 19 <laughs> or something like that. Like I now make, thinking of Tom Haverford. Oh, what a cool life. Uh, like until I was 19. <laughs> but when I was uh-huh. four, I remember thinking specifically of the dinosaurs and the dinosaurs uh-huh. getting wiped out. And I'm like, wait, what happened to the dinosaurs? Did everything go black for them? Like what? What the fuck is death? Like that's and I it was four, and so now you there's a little glimpse into why I am this monster that I am, because yeah, I've, that's I've true. of course Caden uh, one of Caden's favorite movies uh-huh. when he first moved here was Land Before Time. Oh God! So I mean he oh, already had that piece going that's right. True. God damn it! Children's movies are cruel as fuck, man. <laughs> Does anybody actually die? The good ones are, yeah. I mean, because Secret of Nim, that's terrifying. Oh my god, that's hard. I feel like the American Tale is also pretty terrifying, but I don't know if there's that's, any death in it. That one, th- there's. Oh, his parents are ripped away from him. Yeah, there's death in that. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, no, his parents live though. His parents are alive. Oh, you're right. Okay, it's just but, very. But he, but he get, but he disappears. Yeah, and he doesn't know where they are. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's that mouse he's singing to? Is that his sister or, or some his sister? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't want to make a gross assumption about it. I couldn't remember if he was like, <laughs> they're gonna do it. He's little. He's supposed to be like, supposed to be like eight or ten equivalent right. in mouse. I years. guess that's true. That's true. I don't. Re- Fivel. I don't. Re- Fivel Mouskovitz. That's gonna make me cry. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Been fr- Don. We'll Bluth call for Fivel. We'll, we'll call for Fivel. We were watching American Tale with Kate. Uh-huh. We watched American Tale too. Mm-hmm. And when his dad's calling for Fivel. Uh-huh. Fivel goes, what? She like hops ah, down off the couch. She's oh like, my what? god, that's hilarious! <laughs> Holy shit! I don't. I'm still unsure if I've ever seen Fivel Goes West. I'm not sure if I've seen it. It seems like a movie I would have watched, but I don't know if I've actually ever seen it. Well, his cat friend goes out there. He meets a dog while Wyatt burps. Yeah, played by his sister. By what's his yeah. name? Uh, but it's I've I know of it and i know enough of the characters but i don't know if i've seen it his sister becomes like a can can dancer i feel like mike owned and liked that movie a lot i feel like that was mike's american tale movie that he really with us i think steve used to watch it a lot as that a kid also too. makes sense what was the shit okay so what was the stuff you had to watch on loop most with steve i'm trying to remember because you were in the charge biggest of one i remember i mean a lot of those disney movies but aladdin okay aladdin was the one that was on oh my god i feel like we need to message like him to see what he half. thinks of the of the live action one that's gonna happen <laughs> for some reason well i feel like Ari wanted to get him to watch lion king because the new one's coming mm-hmm, out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he might be getting to the like where he can sit through it mm-hmm. probably go like they have kids showings of stuff sometimes right right so they can be loud as fuck yeah it's like you Look, you're watching Lion King. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, right? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, there's, <laughs> you, 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 they, what they should have is separate grown-up screenings so that your little baby yeah. butt. Yeah, can... I feel like, you know what? Yes, you're right. In Endgame, someone shouldn't bring their four-year-old. <sighs> but to Lion King, mm-hmm. fucking deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. made for them, not yeah, you. for real. For real. Like, you can't bitch when you go to the Rugrats movie and there's kids there. Just, no. What are all these kids doing up here? Oh, cool, Reptar. It's like, yeah, (laughs) chill the fuck out, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Kids entertainment, Dan. I did not know they were still making Arthur, did you? No. And that's a show I didn't grow up watching. Me neither. It started started after me. Yeah, it started, like, when maybe right after middle school for us, maybe? Probably, Because middle school or a little younger element, like, Late elementary feels like that's when it, you would hook you or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I saw that like one of the teacher characters on the show is gay now, or they've made him a gay character. And, and he got married. And he got married. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I did not realize. I figured it was just living on in GIFs on Twitter. Yeah, I did not. I did. I did not know they were still making new ones. No, I had no idea. That's weird to me. That'd be like finding out Blue's Clues was still happening with the original Steve or something. Like that's yeah. Um, yeah. We just figured out Blue's Clues. <laughs> I'm saying it like that, like I'm not like only five years younger than him or something, right? Yeah, yeah, he's about our age. <laughs> he's not much older. <laughs> he is a musician and a very good musician, but uh, yeah, I saw some of that. <laughs> I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think half the reason he left is because he was going bald. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's part of the reason because they're like, well, like I don't want to be a bald Mister Rogers. Mister Rogers had a full head of hair his whole life. It was so weird. Have you seen the Mr. Rogers documentary? I want to see it. Yes. I've not seen it yet. I really it, want to see it. It, it, it was, it, it teared me up. Yeah, I bet. 
I bet. Good. It was really good. Cause it, Wait a minute. It, just, it, it made you tear up? You don't tear up over anything. I'm not I'm not saying you don't have a heart. What are movies that have made you cry? We've never talked about this. What are movies? Because I cry a lot. Endgame made me tear up. This is what Jimmy I'm... Pardo said. What the fuck? Really? Uh-huh. Is Does this movie somehow make you invested in the characters if you're not already? Does it do anything uh, it, extra that the last one didn't do? It really it does. Okay. Like it's I'm gonna because see it. like you know there's a time travel bit to it, right? I didn't know. Have that. you heard about that? Oh well, I assume there was because of Captain Marvel. I assume that right. that might have something to do with it. Okay. So because of that, they get to revisit parts of their life, and you know that some of them have oh. aspects of their lives. Okay. Sure, they sure, wish sure. they could revisit. Sure. Like Peter so wants really... to see his uh, his uncle die again. Um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like. Batman comes in all of a sudden, and his parents die in the alleyway, even though he's in the DC universe. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I heard you guys have time travelers. (laughs) Did you know my mom's name is Martha? You gotta put on an Ant-Man suit, though. (laughs) Can't fit over my cowl. There's a rumor John Hamm might be Batman, but I always wanted him to be Superman. I wanted them to do th- like if if he was anyone, I would say Superman. Although he could do a really he'll good be fine. Bruce Wayne. He'll be well, right? of course because he's a piece of ass. Like he's the sexiest man <laughs> on the planet. Like it's it's annoying. But... but I feel like but Superman is like otherworldly handsome. Right. So, I yeah, what I wanted them to do was just go retro and just be like fuck it. DC Universe now takes place in the 30s. Let's just go back in time. That would be awesome. They really need. I feel like they're trying to do <sighs> right? too much in the modern time. Yep. I feel like they should like Captain America was amazing yep. because he was a superhero in the world in in, in the World War. Yeah, and like th- you're like you're always like if there's superheroes, why aren't they fighting like the big ones? Right, right. Why aren't they stopping Korea? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel, and the thing is, you know, people have made good points. Like Superman is like supposed to be. There's supposed to be a fun spirit about the Superman. The whole thing, make that yeah. fun. That would be one way to do it. You'd still have the opportunity to move forward a few years and do the Red Sun movies if you wanted, which are yeah. where well, he's Marvel, a Well, Marvel Superman. went in the direction of, while they have some serious bits, they do have fun with their characters. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok was amazing. So I feel like it's DC's like, well, we can't good. do what they're doing. Right, right. Because they'll just say, oh, look, DC's copying Marvel, which mm. they already fucking did by mm. shooting their load on the Justice League already. <laughs> but... Um, the only so good movie the that other they way. have is Wonder Woman, by the way, yeah, that I've yeah, seen. Yeah, exactly. So they went the other way mm-hmm. and just went as dark and gritty yep. as they could for the most part. I understand that even Shazam is not, not a kid's movie. movie. It's fucking too hard. You can't bring a kid to Shazam from what I heard. So, <laughs> like, and it looks like it's, he's literally chewing, he's blowing bubble gum on the poster where it's like, oh, it's big, but a superhero movie. Even I was, like, charmed into it. And I'm like. Yeah, I've, I thought that was what it was going to be. I haven't seen anything other than the teaser trailer. Well, people have said that, yes, it is great. It is. It sounds like it is maybe number two to, to Wonder Woman, but still, it's not a kid's movie at all. <laughs> where it looks like it might be the one. Like, where Thor, like, Ragnarok, it's got to be PG-13 at most, right? Like, I'm guessing. It doesn't feel like there's much. Yeah, I don't think they did much beyond that. Yet. I mean, other than Kate Blanchett turning every girl into a lesbian and every boy into a lesbian, like, it's that's what's going to happen in that movie. It's, you know, there's no real risks at that. That yeah, movie's that's... so good. That might be, it's probably my favorite of all of them. I really want to see Captain Marvel. That's going to happen at some point soon. Yeah, it's I about mean, Ari likes the second one because she likes Kat Denning. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as, like, the whole movie, the spirit of the movie... Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok was definitely the best Thor movie. Mm-hmm. We I don't think before I saw Thor Ragnarok I was like 
even in, in invested at all in <laughs> Thor's story. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't care. And then what, he was one of two or three characters I cared about in Infinity War because I'm like, oh, no, I like him now. He's charming. Look at him go. Look, he's cute. He's looking at him. Look at him. He's fun. Him yeah. and then, it, I mean, because. Come on, rat. Even Infinity War <laughs> made me hate fucking Peter Quill, and I only liked Guardians of the Galaxy before. And I was like, you fucking, what was that cop out? Whatever. It's fine. Also, did you see the second Lego movie? Because basically he's just I as. I have not yet. <laughs> There's a moment where it's like, God damn it. Did they do this on purpose? Because. <laughs> It's good though. Well, listen, I, it's I know there's good. at least a part where there's he's basically his character from Jurassic Park. He's a he's World. a mix of several of his own characters, but yes, yeah. It wants you. It is. It's more meta than the first one. It takes a little bit longer to get really fun, but it's well, no, it's fun from the beginning, but it takes a bit longer to start competing with the first one. But it's it's good. I rented it the other night. It's, it's yeah, Thor Ragnarok with a PG thirteen, which makes sense. See, Taika Waititi knows what he's, he's doing. He's a genius. He took Thor in a completely different direction. I was reading an interview about that mm-hmm. because um, they had to figure out what to do with Thor after Thor Ragnarok because mm-hmm. they're like, Taika totally changed how Thor is perceived yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> I Universe. I love that so much. And so instead of going, well, no, what he did wasn't really Thor, mm-hmm. they leaned into it in yeah. in, fin- in, 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 this, in um, the last one. Yeah, Endgame. In Endgame. Yeah. Yeah, well, they totally leaned into it. It looks like he's in the next Spider-Man too, if I'm not mistaken. So I think Thor yeah, is in the next he's, Spider-Man. Movie. He's going to be kicking. He's going to be kicking around for a bit. Uh, I mean, I, and you know, there's some. Yeah, my understanding is are... that the 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 next Spider-Man takes place after the events of Endgame, so that makes would make sense. sense. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to make them like 100% chronological, with the obvious exception of Captain Marvel. Yeah, because well, from what I understood, like, yeah, I, for, I don't know why I knew this, but I did. I could tell at the end of Infinity War, or maybe I, did we already know? Because I don't know the comics. Maybe you already knew it took place in the '90s, and I and we saw it at the end, and I'm like, wait a minute, if he's calling her and she's in the '90s, is there time travel? So maybe that's why I knew. But I was the whole time. I'm like, well, if they bring her into the future, Maura Tierney could 100% play. Maybe I just want to see Maura Tierney dressed up as Captain Marvel, but that's that's a different situation. <laughs> she could play. A, a yeah, you should you should look up the story of uh, Captain Marvel mm-hmm. because it's Shazam is related to it. Yes, that I know. That much I know. You know they were both Captain there Marvel. Were three characters point. came out of Captain there were, Marvel. <laughs> there were wait what three? Because because okay. you had you had you have Shazam. You mm-hmm. had the Captain Marvel that eventually came around, mm-hmm. but you also had Ms. Marvel. Oh, I forgot about Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel, and then Captain Marvel. Later, when the they messed around, when like they, they lost a copyright or whatever trademark on it or whatever, so they made a Captain Marvel eventually too. That's so then there really ended up being funny. three of them after That's, all that. Okay, I didn't realize there were three because I was confused as to who Ms. Marvel was. So is Ms. Marvel a Marvel character or a DC character? Yes, <laughs> yes. Her name was Marvel, which was the character <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in in uh, Captain Marvel mm-hmm. that uh, was her mentor. Oh, I see. Okay, all right. Yeah, that is about to leave so theaters on Tuesday, that. so I'm going to go see it on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> the bonus to really, seeing it in the I late really run theaters liked, here. Yeah. Go ahead. I really liked Captain Marvel. I thought that Good. was really well done. Well, I mean, I was also kind of blown away. Well, that that they, movie cracked my ass up, and yeah. the way they de-aged Samuel I was just going to say that. It's the first time it's not been creepy from what I can tell. It's like No, I, there was not a single moment where I went, oh. Yeah. Yeah, because like, even... there's even a, there's even a couple spots in Captain America uh-huh. that makes me go, mm, "There's yep. that." I and Ant Man, the second Ant Man, there's a little touch of weirdness, but it's not too bad at yeah. all. Yeah, 
But like, yeah, you know, when when Steve Rogers is a scrawny little self, there's a couple yeah, yeah. parts that are a little wonky. Sure, they're not they're they're subtle. I would I would have to watch the movie and go. I think that's where it creeped me out the first time. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not that clear. Sure, but I did not have any of that. Yeah, it's weird. It's because Black don't crack. They didn't have to do as much. I mean, but, he has not um, aged that much, but yeah. What was it? Is it Agent Carson or whatever the other guy? Yeah, the one who Coulson at the start was me. Yeah, mm-hmm. Coulson. He's he's de-aged with him. That's he's his weird because I've never seen Clark Gregg so as a both, young man, so I don't know. Yeah, what they're that both like. they're both youngified. That's and funny. it's amazing. That's weird. Did they amazing? Did here's one thing that I don't often think about when they do that. They do it well. They do. This is one thing they do seamlessly. You don't think about. They de-age their voices. Did they do that to Agent Coulson at all? Because sometimes, like I've noticed, their voices it, get whatever they I do. I didn't. I didn't. Well, let's put it this way. You didn't notice. I didn't know they de-age voices, so I didn't know. I assume I they. I've always assumed they de-age voices because as you get older, male or female, your voice just deepens, just naturally. Yeah. So I'm assuming it could be as simple as now nah, we pitched it up a couple. It could be that. I don't know. But, but then, but then again, I mean. That could just always have been Nick Fury's voice, right? Mm-hmm. That's also true. Unless he's got like the the traditional old man <sighs> things going on in his voice, you you probably won't notice. That's true. That's yeah. true. And I will I will give you this one. It's not a spoiler, okay. just a thing to look forward to. Sure. It does explain his eye patch. Oh, it does. He okay. doesn't have an eye patch at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that of Captain Marvel. Okay, good. <laughs> so we'll find out. And it's amazing. I just love that she's a superhero <laughs> with a cat. That's 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 yeah my favorite. That cat's adorable. I'm assuming the cat has superpowers or some crazy shit, or is like you'll see secretly a person or some weird crap. But it's actually it's it's uh, an Infinity Stone. <laughs> it's the Infinity Stone no one knew about, and that's actually where she gets all her powers. Mm, it's pussy power. That's the secret pussy Infinity power. Stone. That's, that's not, why how Captain that, Marvel that, helps defeat that, Thanos. That's the, that is the tagline <laughs> of this very feminist-facing movie, yep. Captain Marvel. Pussy. It's pussy power. <laughs> I'm a terrible human being. <laughs> I'm the worst person on the planet. Like, I've so been looking forward to it, and for all the right reasons. And then I just said that. That's fine. What are you going to do? Oh, God. Dogs are going crazy. Oh, God. Five Don't go west. Don't well, go west. Well, I'm going to... I'm going to... Um, ooh. I've just been drinking wine kind of nonstop since to get the taste mm-hmm. of that root beer wine out of my mouth. To, sorry, the uh, the um, nectar of a thousand sorrows. Um, yes. So I'm very drunk. Dan, what do you want to leave... The people. Well, I will. I know we had a whole thing we were talking about it, but yes. go to uh, go to odndpodcast.com yes. or stillundress.com yes. and or find uh, Dice and Dens on on iTunes and mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Play Store mm-hmm. and Stitcher and mm-hmm. Spotify and just literally anywhere you can find podcasts. I made sure we were there. Dan's become such a whore. This is all Dan. I've anymore. become such a whore. I've also been cutting and, uh, tons of... I've and been I'm, I'm going to leave you with, yes, with my drink name. Please. Ginger Melon. Ginger Melon. I mean, that's good. It's also my stripper name. Wow. Ginger Melons. Hi, I'm Ginger Melons. Um, I'm going to, I don't know, not recommend the Nectar of a Thousand Sorrows. It is not. <laughs> it's just, it's too weird. Like, even if it's not gross, it's like, all you can do is think about what you're drinking. You don't... You don't want to do it for that long. I will say, watch um, uh, Wine Country. It's a fun movie. It's on Netflix, and Amy Poehler's in it. And who isn't in love with Amy Poehler? Because she's right? the best. Um, and I will leave people with, um, oh, my God, there's sulfuric acid in this, and I'm dying. Very nice. I know it's subtle, but it's <laughs>
Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 208-557-DJCH. That's 208-557-3524. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, PO Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at danandjay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!